Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. This is Barbecue Nation After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, everybody. Welcome to After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with Leanne Whippen, and we've got Adrian Miller with us today. And if you watched the Super Bowl yesterday, it was a legitimate call. There you go. <laughs> oh, man, you're just oh, coming boy. in hot, right? Yeah, now. there we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is kind of where we ask you some some different types of questions i don't did you stick on after hours with us the last time i can't, I can't remember re- i don't remember but yeah i'm ready for it okay let's start with something fun what would your last meal on death row be <laughs> <laughs> so i think it would be my favorite soul food meal it would be some whole fried bone-in catfish with some mustard and turnip greens some coleslaw and some hush puppies and some red kool-aid no oh. okra no okra. I I like okra, but it's not. I like not collards better too. Okay. You like collards yeah. better. I I'm mm-hmm. more of an okra guy, but that's okay. All right. Okay. In all in all three of your books, you've written about varied topics, of course, but it's all about um, you know Black America and their influence, and you cover a lot of topics with that, but. When you've, after you've written all three books, Adrian, what's the biggest thing you garnered that said, wow? Mm -hmm. I mean, we talked a little bit about it in the regular show, but, Mm -hmm. and I'm just not talking about uh, Black Smoke. I'm talking about all three books. Mm -hmm. What was the biggest revelation to you? So I I think the biggest thing was, uh, just the sheer extent that African-Americans have shaped American foodways. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, it was unappreciated. I mean, it was not, and I don't, I don't even know if we'll ever understand the scale of the contributions. I mean, African-Americans were cooking in almost every aspect of our society um, yeah. from private homes to the the most elite uh, situations. And I just didn't know that. Um, and so that just the sheer influence of African-Americans and I'll, I'll, I'll give you one example. Um, like music, pop music. For the most part, most pop singers, regardless of r- what race you are, are singing in a black aesthetic. Yeah. Because African-Americans have shaped that genre so much. And you can say the same for hip hop. Most people when they're rapping, they're doing it in a black aesthetic. Sure. I-, I think the same thing happened with food. It's just that we didn't pay as much attention to it and chronicle it. So mm-hmm. I would love for somebody to go back there and maybe pick up the clues and see the, the you know, show the West African technique and stuff as it plays out. I'm just not knowledgeable in these things, so it would be hard for me to see that in a recipe. But I think it's a lot in front of us in plain sight. 
would you ever consider this is actually just a personal question for me but would you ever consider like being on a panel with you and robert moss and some other uh people that have studied the black food history and stuff and and maybe you guys could compare notes and maybe you found something that robert didn't and vice versa and whomever i think that would be fascinating mm -hmm. yeah yeah, no, I would love to be on a panel. My only caveat is I have to have top billing. That's the only way I'll be on a panel. Okay. Other than that, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I gosh. love it. Oh, that's good. I'll be your agent for that, bud. Don't worry about <laughs> All right, man, just get top dollar, dude. Yeah, I'll get there you top go. dollar, top, top billing. <laughs> uh, here's one of our favorite ones. If you could dine with and then, uh, well, let's just put it this way, because of your limited availability to cook where you live if you could dine with a historical figure who would it be and then what would be on the menu could be anybody alive or dead um man so so many people uh it would actually have to be the his uh would, would have to be jesus christ the person i would love mm. to break cornbread with him and talk about, hey, this is how this, your teachings have played out. How do you feel about this? I think yeah. we could have a very rich conversation about that. So food-wise, it would definitely be barbecue. Because, mm. you know, if you look at the scriptures, there's a lot of references to burnt offerings. And I think about barbecue. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's see. He was Jewish by heritage. So we have couldn't have pork. So maybe we would have some smoked lamb or some goat or something like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Some food sides. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Adrian, how important is your faith to you? You you work with the Council of Churches there in Colorado. Uh, you mentioned it. You just mentioned about dining with Jesus. Is your faith a huge part of your life? It is. It's very foundational. And I actually, I just did a talk earlier today, and I mentioned this. So I'm very grateful to my parents for doing um, a lot of things for me. But one thing that was really important to me is they kept me immersed in Black culture even in the suburbs of Denver, because they, my parents independently moved to Denver in the 1960s from the South. My mom's from Chattanooga, Tennessee. My dad's from Helena, Arkansas, and they met in church. And I still go to that church to this day. Um, but one of the, one of the things that they did is they kept me connected to that black church, even though we were in the suburbs. So we would drive a half an hour mm. each way for me to go to church. And so it's very much my worldview, how I relate to people. I'm about peace. I try to be at peace with people. Um, I try to be loving to people. And so it's very foundational to the way that I view the world. Um, and it's a very important part of my life. So, mm -hmm. uh, and I just love the black church culture, man. Just going to a black church is so much fun. I've gone to other churches and I'm just bored out of my mind. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I just love the worship style and the, the sense of community. Uh, and then, um, you know, I, I just believe that we should make the world a better place. We should try to love one another. And I try to live that out. That's a that's a very good philosophy and, and way to look at things. Although I will say, I don't know if you're aware of this. I got the memo the other day that they have taken all the hellfire and brimstone out of hell and they put Legos on the ground and make you walk barefoot. Oh, over my them. gosh. <laughs> Legos. Uh, that's hilarious, man. Who, got, who sent you that memo? Uh, I got it. I, I've got I've got some very select people <laughs> yeah, divine hookups my man That's yeah cool. but if you've ever stepped on a lego barefooted in the middle of the night when you're traipsing over to the fridge or something you'll you'll remember mm -hmm. trust me 
And you'll probably say some words that you can't say in church, but you'll yeah, remember. Definitely. Yeah, you will. Um, besides Leanne, if you could work with one of your barbecue <laughs> heroes, who would it be? Oh, uh, it'd be this guy named Dead or Alive? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. Okay. Um, it would de definitely be this guy named Columbus B. Hill that I write about in my book. He was from West Tennessee, and he shows up in Denver in the late 1870s. And in short order, he's doing barbecues for thousands of people. Um, the cornerstone for the state capitol was laid on July 4th, 1890. He did a barbecue for 25,000 people. Holy That's amazing. God. Yeah. And so I would love to talk to that brother. Um, and yeah. he's one of the few African-American barbecue people who actually gets interviewed in the 1890s and the early 1900s. So we get a sense of his barbecue mind. But I would love to uh, work with him. And, and just a little footnote to that. Um, through my research, I found his unmarked grave um, really? in Denver. And so it turns out that August 19th of 2023 will be the 100th anniversary of his funeral. So I'm wow. going to have a service for him and I'm going to get a headstone and have one with his image and just say a little few things about him. So this brother gets. Oh, a that's cool. That's yeah. good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. I think that's, uh, that's impressive. Um, where do you think barbecue as a food genre is going? I mean, uh, it, go it, it, it keeps growing. It's like this huge snowball. Oh, yeah. I, I don't see that ending anytime soon. Let me just put it this way. I was in the Middle East recently and barbecue is huge. Mm -hmm. um, and it's basically because these oil and gas guys are coming to the U.S. for meetings and people take them out for barbecue, particularly in Texas. It is so life changing that they return home and they quit the oil and gas jobs and they do barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. So I've had I've had basically Central Texas barbecue in uh, Kuwait, Cairo, Dubai, Bahrain and Oman. And I, I hear about all these other places. So I, I just think it's going global. I agree. I think mm -hmm. it's just it's beloved. Now, what I would love is to see more styles of American barbecue go global as well, not just Central Texas. Mm hmm. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's just red hot. I don't see that changing anytime soon. It's funny you say that. I was over there 20 years ago and uh, they called it a goat crab. And uh, I was in Saudi. And so they took me to this deal. Um, and I've got lots of stories about the time I was there. But they took me to this deal and they roast goats fine i'd had goat before and all that except the uh the locals pulled it off with their hands where the expats and all those guys they were waiting for somebody to carve it off but when <laughs> somebody somebody out of and, and these are all everybody in there is related to the royal family one way or another that is the <laughs> biggest family in the world i tr tell you that sincerely but when they'd come by, they'd just grab some, slap it on their plate and go on down and get some hummus or whatever. But you could always tell the guys from the embassies and stuff because they were like, I'll just have two slices, you know, like that. So it was pretty funny, but I don't know. It was, uh, I think they've probably come a long ways in the last 20 years since the oh, you know, yeah. barbecue has become bigger and better. But that is truly open, uh, open pit cooking there. You know, yeah, yeah. But I love the goat crab. Yeah. That is a beautiful name. It's like a pig picking, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I love Just that. Bring I your like own pliers. Too. You know, you can do it. Mm -hmm. um, 
if Adrian Miller has a fantasy day where you don't have to work, you don't have to write, you don't have to do interviews like this, what does that day contain for you? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is a real curveball question. Yep. Uh, you know what? Uh, and I don't have to work on it. I think it would be fun to just roast my whole, my first whole hog. Yeah. yeah. Go through be. that experience. And fantasy wise, if I could do it the old school way, like over a pit. Yeah. yeah. I would yeah. love yeah. to do that. There you go. There you go. If, um, no, let me rephrase that. Um, what do you miss the most about your 20s? <laughs> Uh, wow uh you know what i missed the fact in my 20s i went out to nightclubs a lot and danced and i don't really do that anymore so i think i missed that the most yeah yeah the second thing would be my weight i missed that (laughs) (laughs) i'm with you there a lot of people say that yeah yeah i don't know yeah no, Just being ahead. part of the nightclub scene in Denver. It was fun. There were some fun clubs. And there was one club in particular that I loved. It was a place that they had three different dance floors. And they were they would play only the music of a certain decade. So there was a 70s floor. Uh-huh. There was an 80s floor. Yeah. And there was a 90s floor. And I just loved that. That's cool. We had one of those when I lived in Scottsdale. That there okay. was three different rooms, if you will. And you, yeah. could, you could go dance to the current stuff, the older stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, those were always uh, quite fun. The one thing I miss about my 20s is not taking five minutes to get everything aligned so I get out of bed and walk down the hall. Um, uh, <laughs> on a scale of one to 10, Adrian, what do you, how much barbecue do you eat on a regular basis? Oh, you know, really, it's only like a three. Yeah. Um, I don't really eat barbecue that much. Um, and so uh, it, it, it really it's kind of focused. Like when I travel, especially if I'm going to a barbecue town, then it's like binge. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, I would say on a typical week, you know, I, I probably have barbecue once or twice tops. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of that is just trying to maintain my weight and, and mm-hmm. be a little bit healthy because bar- barbecue is celebration food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, uh, yeah, so probably once or twice a week tops, but really more like once. Okay. So if you could ask any question in the world you wanted of Leanne, what would that oh, question be? This is a new question. Yeah. Oh. You told me I had to get some new ones. So, ah, okay. So who in the barbecue game is inspiring you right now? Besides well, me. You know, I I have to go old school because, you know, I'm a huge fan of Myron and Tuffy and Melissa Cookston. Um, I am intrigued about these kids. The kids are diving into it and they aren't just copycatting. It seems like they're being creative in their own right. So I have my eye on the kids right now. Okay, any particular kid? Um, Oh, my gosh, I feel so bad that I forget his name he was out at the royal uh he's going to be at the national barbecue convention oh gosh it's not clayton oh i feel bad i forget his name at the moment because you asked me but uh yeah i i like watching them and to see what they're doing um but yeah i'm kind of old school and you know growing up with those people and i still respect them and i respect everything that they're doing now and they're still evolving teaching you know creating business and i love it cool cool 
Um, Adrian, if we could put your skills to music, what would the music be? Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. What is a good nerdy song? Oh, Blinded Me with Science. There you go. Okay. Oh. All right. All right. Um, and then everything else would be Bust a Move by Young MC. Okay. You remember that song? Yes. Uh, I do not. Well, this Maybe is the gym for all the fellas. Try to do what those ladies tell us. Get yeah. shot down because you're overzealous. Play hard to get females get jealous. You don't remember wow. this? My loss because it's good. <laughs> and you know all the words. That's great. <laughs> Um, maybe this answer will come from your nightclub days. If you could erase one mistake from your past, what would it be? Ooh, wow. Hmm. Man, that is a good one. Uh, You got me stumped on that one. There's so many to choose from. Uh, Let's see. I think I would have liked to have been more to have been kinder to my siblings in high school and not fight so much. Mm. Takes a while. Yeah. Just be more collaborative. And I have a great relationship with all my siblings now, but I just wish back then I'd been more collaborative with them. Mm -hmm. My problem, especially in high school was I was the baby. Oh, I am still baby of the family. Oh, yeah. Everything you wanted, right? Yeah. Well, you get to high school and my brother and sister, who were much closer in age, went through school, obviously, before I did. But usually the teachers were relatively new when they went through. And so by the time I came along, you know, 14 years later, they were pretty battle hardened. And as soon as they saw my last name and they were like, are you Terry's little brother? You know, that type of thing. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh. Okay, you sit over there. <laughs> so. Oh, that's so messed up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I found I found the 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 kid's name who I was talking about, Caden Blake. Caden Blake, and that was a yeah. C or a K, the first name. K A I D E N Blake, and he competed out in the kids' competition out in Kansas City, and he actually I think has a sausage coming out now. He's just all over it. And he's fun. So, uh, yes, that would be him. How old is he, roughly? I would say he's 15-ish, somewhere around there, if I had to wow. guess. Good for him. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we'll have to get him on the show one of these days. Yeah, that would be fun. Well, I'm going to see him out at the convention uh, next week in ask you. Orlando. We so, okay. And I'm going to try a sausage, too. So, um, Adrian, if you were an animal, what animal would you be and why? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would be, huh? Well, I I wanted I wanted to say an owl, because owls, you know, you think of owls as smart, and I'm very much into intellect and stuff, but I'm not nocturnal, so that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. Man, this is a great question. Let's see if I was an animal. What's a smart? Oh, por- a porpoise. Yeah, they're yeah. very bright. Yeah, they're they're very bright. Yeah. Um, have you ever eaten haggis? I have not. I know what it is, but I've never had it. Yeah. So you can just kind of keep on walking. When <laughs> no, I like all that funky stuff, man. I would try it. Well, I tried it. 
and I grew up on a farm and we did not waste anything. You know, we had the tongue and the heart and the whole mm -hmm. deal, but I'll just leave that up to you when you, when that comes into your life, but don't call me and say, Hey, I screwed up. I shouldn't have. And I did. And this was the result. Okay. So definitely calling you. So yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Would you describe yourself as corn fed or grass fed? I'm a corn fed. I, I admit it. <laughs> I'm definitely corn fed. Yeah. <laughs> um, boxers or briefs? Oh, boxers. There you go. Okay. Okay. We'll wrap this up here. If you could give one piece of advice to people as far as life or their barbecue or doesn't matter any subject matter, but coming from the heart, what would Adrian Miller put out there as advice to people? I would tell people to share your dreams. Um, a lot of times we keep things close to the vest because we don't want people to steal them or laugh at them, laugh at us because of our dreams. But I can't tell you how many wonderful things have happened for me because I shared my dreams. Um, and people resonate with that. They they like seeing dreamers and they like seeing people going after something and they love seeing somebody achieve it. I mean, I can't tell you how many people after I wrote my first book, they they circled back to me and said, you know what, man, we're really proud of you because so many people talk. Yeah. And you actually followed through and did it. And, yeah. and then some would say, you know, I, I thought you were crazy or, you know, I just didn't think that much of you for doing this. But I see now what you've accomplished in the, the life you have built for yourself. Uh, and so I, I just tell people to share your dreams because so many of us are told not to do that because somebody will steal it. And, you know, that stuff happens. I'm not I'm not yeah. right. that. Right. But you have to I think you have to have a const, um, a confidence that only you can bring the dream that you have into reality bring it mm -hmm. into fruition because we all bring something to to the goal to the dreams that we have that somebody else cannot they yeah. can't copy and you know the, 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 i think the corollary is, is um this idea of walk presence uh in asian cultures that you know when you make a dish you bring something to that dish you may have the same recipe but you know somebody else may make it and it may turn out a little differently sure. because of experience mm -hmm. and other things that you bring to that so just have the confidence that you're the one who can fulfill your dreams but share them for sure um adrian if people want to find you look at your work check out your website maybe book you for a conference or whatever how can they do that so i'm the soul food scholar on most platforms my tagline is dropping knowledge like hot biscuits i hope we did that today so you can find me on, you know, any social media, Soul Food Scholar uh, or soulfoodscholar.com. Adrian E. Miller and soulfoodscholar.com go to the same place Excellent. and you can find me there. Excellent. I really want to thank you for taking the time yes, to be with us. thank you so much. And, uh, good luck in all your travels. And uh, we'll see if we can't get Leanne to give you some cooking help. Yeah, maybe I'll come out to Denver. Oh, yeah. You need to see a part of Denver besides Highlands Ranch in downtown. Yeah, it is. It's it's Highlands Ranch is pretty, but it's kind of out there a little bit. <laughs> I really didn't get out of my house much, so I really shouldn't be so critical. Um, oh, yeah. So okay. you can now show you me around. Yeah. So you can show me around. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. Brother will show you a good time. OK. Yeah. The Deal. truth comes out eventually. Yeah. Uh -huh. See, see what happens when you just stick it, stick with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's going to wrap it up.
for us this week uh, on After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. Again, we'd like to thank Adrian Miller for taking time to be with us and also Miss Leanne Whippen. Don't forget her pig powder. And I'm JT, mm -hmm. and we will be back next week. Uh, and remember our motto, turn it, don't burn it. Take care, everybody.